Thank you for joining us here on the Neutral Zone. I am Phil Milani, joined as always by my esteemed colleague, my partner in crime. Really, the best way to describe this person is my everything. It's at Eric Dahl. What's going on, Phil? You're so esteemed over there. I'm so esteemed. <laughs> I'm a gentleman. Yeah. I'm a scholar. Yeah, of course you are. I'm happy to be here. Train you camp. Have, is it in the books or is it mm, not in the books? Depends who you, you ask. I think there's no light at the end of the tunnel. I think yeah. is what. It, yeah. A little it's time dark. To work. <laughs> we live in the darkness. I think uh, Champagne must subscribe to our uh, podcast because you know, of course, we talk about our work ethic all the yep. time, and he's it's probably motivated him. Maybe watched uh, Batman or something. Oh yeah, exactly. Liz, yeah. Broncos are living in the darkness. Yeah, it, the only way to get out is to do it like the cha- the boy did. Yep, no rope, no rope, no light. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Did you were you born in the darkness or did you just adopt it? Uh, I, you and I were born, of course. Yeah, we were we were born. Ben Swanson adopted it. Yeah, he often uses light in his paintings. Oh. You know, like that's sort of a common motif. I mean, why oh. does everything? <laughs> yeah, exactly. We should mention that Ben Swanson is here in <laughs> you, studio. You kind of just did. Yeah, yeah, he's here with us. What happened to my ISO shot? No, we got rid you of that. You don't get an ISO. You don't need an ISO shot. It's fine. Do you want an ISO shot? <laughs> no, I don't want to have to talk that much in the podcast. Eric, uh, um, I think besides Champagne, another person likes to listen to the podcast too, right? I think so. Our friend uh, Russell Wilson. Yeah. He must listen and subconsciously start thinking about painting. About Ben Swanson. About Ben Swanson in particular, because uh, uh, when he was at the podium the other day, he had this to say about how the offense is coming together throughout the course of camp. Every day you learn a little bit more. You learn a little bit more about who we are, what we're trying to do, um, you know, as a team, um, you know, and uh, yeah, I think it's all coming together. You know, it's all the pictures all. Um, coming together, you know, it takes time to ba- you know paint a beautiful picture sometimes, and uh, we're doing that all as all as one. Swanson, he's <laughs> painting a picture just like you. It takes time to paint a beautiful picture. Do you, yeah, do you agree with him? <laughs> of course. Yeah, yeah. It takes time you know, awesome. to get it perfect. That, perfection. Course, that's yeah. the first time Ben Swanson has heard that quote. Yeah, I yeah. was asked not to uh, <laughs> not listen to Russ's uh, press conference the other day, so I could be surprised by this and. Very good. You were surprised. Yeah. Uh, he, uh, the next answer, he kind of talked about shading and. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That know, takes a lot of time, perspective. too. Perspective. Yep. Yep. It's kind of like uh, when you draw Pastels. converging lines, yep. you know, like for the road that's going away from you. Yep. Yeah. He talked about all that because someone followed up and said, well, what, what particularly about painting a beautiful picture uh-huh. takes yeah. so long? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Into yeah. The shading and the. Mm-hmm. Pastels, mm-hmm. really to find your voice. You Got to choose a nice you know? frame. Yeah, it takes a long time. But uh, yeah, he must have either he was listening to the neutral zone or just maybe Swanson. Were you chatting with him away from uh, the podcast? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not supposed to do that. <laughs> no, no you get yeah, you're not supposed to do that. Maybe he saw you like in the corner with your with your soul. smock. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I walked nice. away down to the cafeteria with my smock on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was nice. Yeah, you that pulled that out. Cool. It yeah. looks different. <laughs> yeah. Cool and different or one yeah. uh, which one? I think both. Is that possible? Can you be <laughs> for me? I don't think so. Yeah. I think I think you're either different or cool. <laughs> yeah. Hard to say. Got the smock on, had the brushes. If you he carry the it, easel all the way down there? No, 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 no. I think if if he liked it, you're probably different. Yes. Okay. I think that's yeah, yeah, that's clear. I yeah. knew that about myself. Yeah. <laughs> 
So, uh, yeah, but uh, uh, he must have painted that picture pretty quickly because this week the offense. That's a, that's a transition, together. baby. It came together nice. Let's just say that. Yeah. Yeah. If you watch any of the Broncos daily recaps, uh, one of them I said it's hot outside and the offense was even hotter. Wow, that's not that good. <laughs> I thought it was pretty good. You think it was a paint by the numbers situation? <laughs> yeah, yeah, fast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was. Yeah. Well, more like when you throw to the numbers. All in the lines. Oh, yeah. Well, if it's yeah. out of the lines, out of bounds. It's not good. Yeah. So he kept them oh. all in the lines and yep. by the numbers. He got it done. Yeah. Or have you seen those paintings where, like, you, if we you zoom felt. way in, it's just like a bunch of like different images. But then when you zoom all the way out. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's like a different like, thing. Uh, I forget what they call that. Well, so you would know. <laughs> what? I don't know. Yeah, like, some of like that it's too. like a, a bunch of faces of people. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, boom, it's Ronald McDonald. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so if you zoom in, it's all the little touchdowns you threw. You zoom <laughs> out and it's Russell Wilson. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Every touchdown, boom, it's Russ. Yeah, exactly. It's Russ there. So maybe he was doing that. Maybe it's like the Bronco. Oh, yeah. 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 So it could be nice. You ever do one of those? Um, they had these when I was a kid, so a couple decades after you but um <laughs> it was like a poster board and there was felt on it and you would kind of like color in the areas where there wasn't felt mm, no they Maybe sold that's them in like, like a arts, thing they do in the south like an art store oh like a michael's a not velvet, a sponsor a velvet painting and so you and then you color all around it was, the, you would the do felt? It with like, yeah you do it with like markers but then like it would kind of look like it was a little bit raised mm. with like uh, some black felt. Some texture. You get like a tiger like in the jungle. Ah. And you color it in, but then like the darkness would be the black felt. Got it. Got it. And then you color in all around it. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah, that's oh, nice. I, they, I don't think that. I, they That'd be like a nice little treat to get one of those. They had just invented the crayon when I was uh, <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> when I was a kid. Um, yeah. How many of those did you eat? A lot. <laughs> <laughs> Too many. And then they went in my ear, you yeah. know. Your parents were like, gosh, nose. we don't like this crayon invention. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Phil won't exactly. stop eating them. Yeah. Color on the walls, you yeah. know. It's just, yeah. It was fun. It was a good time. That's I, why your hair's so nice, because all the wax. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I famously, I don't use any product. It just comes out like this. <laughs> yeah. You still get so, a crayon or two? It's or famous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm famous kind of for that. <laughs> yeah. Or is it all kind of left? Leftover. Yeah, just no, kind of no, no, sunk no. In there. It's, it's stuck. Yeah, yeah. It's, per, it's sort of a permanent thing. Yeah. Doctors thought it would go away, but it never did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's okay. Anyway, yeah, on this episode, uh, we'll talk about uh, what we've seen this week and uh, how that might translate into this game against the 49ers, uh, Eric. Uh, I like that. You know, uh, some issues the Broncos wanted to correct from that first game uh, against the Cardinals, particularly uh, protection. Eric, uh, see if they can do a little bit better job uh, this week. Starters should play, what, 20, 25 snaps right around there? 20 to 24. 24. You don't want to go crazy. One more would be, that would be insane. Uh, Javante, maybe what, a couple carries? 10 to 12, three to four carries. Maybe catch. A catch. Maybe a pass block. Could be good. Of course, it's it's worth noting that um, the Broncos starters played 20 snaps against the Cardinals. Yeah. Not really. He said 15. Yeah, so maybe... What well, makes you think? Yeah. yeah. Well, he said 15 to 18. They played 20. Okay, so they did two more than two he said. more. So maybe we get 26. Yeah. That could be nice. Yeah. Be nice. 26 is, is pretty close to a half, right? I think so. I think that you would want them to play about a half. I mean, you, um, you tend to play 60 to 70 football games in a, in a, 
Sorry, I don't think what? you play games inside the game. Sometimes you, you do, though. Yeah, the game I'm always within, playing a game. Are you playing 70 games inside one game? I don't know. Well, That's if you if you games. view each play as its own game, one game at a time, boom. <laughs> That's true. That's, That's true. Kind of, that's a way to focus. You kind of think about a play as a game. Yeah, each you know? each play is its own game. Yeah. You move on to the next game. Yeah, exactly. 24-second rule. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can't dwell on the past no. in this sort of game world. But uh, using kind of your your normal, normal nomenclature. Um, yeah, 60 to 70, 60, 70 plays. plays. Yeah. So if you play 24. It's about a half. Some people like to even well, go a little into the third. Oh, yeah. You know, that way you get that routine down. You know, you go into halftime go through that process and then go out for one more drive. But I, I, they might not do that. Maybe I, they will. I mean, maybe <laughs> sort of a 50, 50, 50, 50 chance. Yeah. Either yeah. they will or they won't. Yeah. So <laughs> those are the two options. That's yeah. why you listen to the neutral zone. Exactly. You learn they, they're they either going to play in the third quarter or they won't. <laughs> yeah. Kind of just depends on how many games they play. <laughs> yeah. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we'll just talk a little bit ahead about this game, what, what what's going to happen. And then, of course, uh, we have joint practices coming up next week. Ooh. Yeah, the nice Rams. So th- that's like another, what, 80, 80 games a day there. <laughs> and so then, yeah, it's a lot. Of, it's a lot. A lot of games. A lot's going on, yeah. So People think you only play 17 games 17, in a season. That's, that's not true. Not yeah. how I look at it. When you know the sport like we do, we know how many games. Yeah. Uh, so Eric, we'll get we'll get into that, but first, uh, this is sort of an interactive show. That's a- right. Emphasis on the sort of. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, some Depends people are you some ask. people aren't uh, happy about how interactive it is, but Phil, there's many ways you can get in touch with the show. You can leave a voicemail seven zero seven neutral. I think we have one of those. You gonna play that at the end? I think we could. I didn't listen. To Swanson that. was supposed to listen to it, and then I was like, "Hey, how is that voicemail?" And he was like, "What are you talking about?" I was painting. Well, sure. I was talking to Russ. Sure. Yeah. I was like, what? There's an email that we got from our friend John Jornon. You are can, 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 can leave an email <laughs> at neutralzoneshow at gmail.com. We still have that, huh? Yeah, we do. Oh. Swanson hasn't checked it in a few months. Not true. <laughs> and uh, the other way is you can go to the Broncos' official YouTube page, find That's the NZ, <laughs> leave a comment, and we'll read it right here on the air. We're going to do that right now. Boom. Quinton Caldwell, 4302. I did that good, didn't I? Nice. Yeah. I'm impressed. I will, I will preface all of this. A lot of uh, Phil love this week. So don't get jealous. Because sometimes I know you, that happens to you guys. Uh, Quinton Caldwell, 4302. Phil, will you explain about how a punt return is made? Made perfect sense. I know what you're saying. I got you. Okay, last week I was talking about how the punt, when you're standing down there, it looks like it's coming to you, and then all of a sudden it looks like it's sort of curving away from you. You have to run up and get it. Yep. You, of course, did not know what I was talking about. But, Correct. Uh, but um, Quinton Caldwell does. That's so, good. Just so you know there. Uh, Dennis Murtha. Dennis Murtha. Thank you, Phil, Eric, and Ben. Need more Ben. Looking forward to seeing this offense in game action. Go Broncos. They're going to be very happy this week. More Ben. A lot yeah. of Ben. Yeah. Okay. We don't get a lot of requests for more Ben. No. That's a rare <laughs> a rare one there. Uh, Jay Prez Bronk. Phil Kuyper Jr. for president. <laughs> Says that he likes uh, seeing Ed McCaffrey and Jake Plummer do uh, some of our shows. We got to stop winning Phil. 
pick the comments. Yeah, I'm, sorry, Jay, I'm reading almost all of them here. Jay Prez Bronk uh, left a comment on the Broncos postgame show. Said I looked like a certified snack. <laughs> no. Yeah. Are you serious? Thanks, Jay Prez Bronk. Uh, when, when you do your field level hit? Yeah. Wow. At the stadium. State Farm Stadium. At the game. Let's go out to State Farm Stadium and check in with team reporter Sidney Jones and Eric Dalala. Boom. And you you are just a snack in. out there. Yeah. Wow. Uh, uh, Grontold, uh, Grontold Better uh, comments here and says, great job on the Hall of Fame interviews, Phil. Do either of you guys get starstruck when you're doing interviews? Eric, do you ever get a little start? Like, That's what like, I'm talking to you. I know. I was going to say, usually they get a little nervous around yeah. me. Like Peyton's like, hold on, give me a second, and he does some breathing exercises. You know, it's just Phil. Yeah. It's just Phil. It's, it's just, okay. It's just a normal person. Well, one and a half. One and a half normal <laughs> people. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but football players, they're like kind of one and a half as well. So true. we're like all the same. You and a football you, player, the same. Pretty that's much the same. That's, yeah. yeah. People have said I, that. I will say uh, in terms of being starstruck, it's usually like uh, players from like when I was a kid, you know, and then you see them and you're like, Autogram. oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's true. When the f- oh when the uh, forward pass was invented, like if I that was crazy, huh? yeah, yeah. So you, of course, we're gonna have a whole segment on next week's show about <laughs> Buddy Parker, since you, uh, I think you oh. were there in person for some of those games. Gosh, yeah. Uh, congratulations to him, of course, but uh, we're a little bit sad about yeah Mike Shanahan, Dan Reeves, you know. Those are two good options right there. Two good options. Yeah. Tough. A lot of people deserving of the Hall of Fame. Um, human person. Another perfect show. Incredible. Thanks, human uh, person. How do you think we do it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see here. Uh, Neutral Zone is the best friend show with Phil and Eric on air saying that you're my everything with a glaring stare. Ben Swanson in the background on his Mac writing the stats down. Neutral zone, it's either let's ride or you're killing this vibe. That's I don't a, know what those words meant in that order, <laughs> but I think it was nice. That's Broncos fan from Connecticut. Oh. From CT. Somebody CT. wrote a mean comment about me, didn't they? Um, well, some people, they just. Somebody said something about a white shirt. Oh, uh, hold on a second. Yeah, the guy in the white shirt is not a vibe. <laughs> the other two are sweethearts. I was Wait. wearing I was wearing a blue shirt, but it looked it looked light on uh, for the review. I went back and watched the tape. Yeah, they were talking about me. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah, I wasn't a vibe. You two were maybe that day you weren't. Maybe just that day you weren't. Um, M Hederol, M Hederol. I think Phil needs a hug today. He's a sensitive creature. It's true, He's a sensitive creature. Uh, and then a couple of emails about uh, Swanson. He made an owl noise last week. A couple of emails? Uh, a couple of uh, comments here. Sorry. I got Look who's confused. makes some mistakes <laughs> yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Do, why did he make an owl noise? <laughs> you told I, me. I, really he was, I don't know. He was painting uh, an owl or something. Barry McCockin 559. Why did Ben do a Santa Claus impression instead of an owl? I'm not sure. I'll have to listen to the tape. Paul Bedicek, uh, do a screech owl. It's just a screech. <laughs> Um, Swanson, that was crazy. Bobby Hill III says Zach Stevens is a wannabe Phil Milani. Oh, boy. What do we think about that? Oh, boy. Our friend Zach Stevens. I don't know. That one was spicy. Zach is a friend. Yeah, of course. Bobby Hill III. One of our favorite local bar employees. Yeah. He does. 
it's a great bar bar down there. Yeah, but, you know, it's a, he's an and he's a good bar employee. Right. Well, and a very funny laugh. <laughs> That's true. He does have a, Zach <laughs> yeah. has a good laugh. Yeah. Uh, somebody named John Jornod put in a comment here too. I'm not sure who that is, but um, says since emails are no longer read, I thought I would try <laughs> here. Kicking is extremely important. That's why we lost the first preseason game. I'm afraid it is a preview of the regular season. What do you guys think about the kicking game? You tossing that to us? Yeah. What do you think about the kicking oh, game? Um, what do you think? How do you think that? Well. We- I'm not entirely convinced that it didn't have something to do with the field, given uh, mm. how beat up the field looked between the hash Slip marks. And, slide. and uh Prater missed one too, right? Yeah, which is sort of unheard of. So I'm not entirely convinced it didn't have something to do with it. They we were s- long kicks. We saw, we, uh, I mean, Maher's was what, 47? Was that the first one? Uh, yeah, um, <laughs> you're like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> something like that. It was a long, long ways away. From um, yeah, but if you, know, if you think about it, you're like, gosh, kicking the ball 100 yards. And then you're like, well, that'd be a, a nice little uh, gap wedge for Swanson. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes you think about, like, the, the golfing distances, and you're like, that? Wow. Could, yeah. Could, like a 40-yard pass, long pass, 40-yard shot in golf. Short. Yeah, a little yeah, chip. Yeah, that's true. Interesting. It's strange to think about that. But uh, the <laughs> <laughs> on a football podcast, huh? <laughs> yeah, kind of strange. Yeah, strange. Um, Maher made some big kicks in training camp in kind of a, a semi-pressure situation, made a 59-yarder that would have been good from 60-something. They're going to keep looking at kickers, I'm sure. It landed on the friends and family tent. <laughs> it did. Not on the fen- not in the friends and family, just the tent. It landed the- on the tent. Yeah. The friends no of- friends or family were hurt. The tent of the-, the friends and family. <laughs> no friends, comma, family were harmed in the making of the kick. We don't know that for sure, though. But I think, it did not, I think we do. It was not immediately apparent that there was an injury. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'm not concerned about the kicking game. And listen, I know that people love uh, Brandon McManus and certainly a, a friend of the show, somebody who was instrumental to Super Bowl 50. BMAC? Nice job on that. Oh, yeah. That's true. Gary Kubiak does a nice job. Yeah. He did. Yeah. But what I will say is that uh, if you look at the numbers, the stats – the cold, hard facts. McManus uh, was not great last year. <gasps> and I think ranked toward the, the bottom of the league in terms of made field goal percentage. And so whether it was with McManus or another kicker, they needed an upgrade. So I know people, there were a lot of, there was just like an onslaught of reporters being like, somebody find Brandon McManus and tell him to come back. Listen, Brandon McManus, he made a lot of good kicks during his career. It was not at his best last year. And so no guarantee the Broncos, uh, would be in a better spot now. That's true. It's hard, you know. You mentioned the uh, the field. You know, if the dirt is there, you know, it's what hard. Could happen? It's what hard. Could happen. You know, if you what kick some the, if you kick the dirt, it's hard to make. True. It's hard to make. This is up the whole makes, yeah, operation. That's true. Well, let's give them a. Let's just see was, what happens. One of them was blocked, right? Yeah. Pressure, right up the middle. I'll say this: there, in case of emergency, there's some break glass kickers that are still out there. You know, there's a, a guy like Mason Crosby, go Buffs. Uh, he's still out there, you know. So, like, hey, let's just see what happens with these guys moving forward. Uh, still two preseason games to go. And then if if you need to, there's some veterans out there that might be serviceable. Yeah, and That's listen, sort of if you're scoring tubs every drive, it doesn't, yeah, doesn't really matter. Easy. Go for two. I do. Did John Giornotti wrote an email. He did. Uh, right, long email. email. We do still read the emails. Um, he asserted that the 
kicker was the second most important player on the entire roster. I don't believe that. Oh, wow. Do you believe you that? should have put that in his comment here because then I would have read that. <laughs> <laughs> Do you believe that? The second most important? I mean, I don't really like to get into rankings. You know, that's just me. I don't really do that. Um, what would some people say? Some other most? people might say quarterback. Well, that's one. John okay, said that's probably, that. That's probably number one. Number Like the second most important player. Um, what? Um, like if you remove the talent, just the position. Yeah. Maybe your edge rusher. Edge rusher is important. I yeah, think I would say left tackle is important. Left tackle is important. Um, like your number one pass catcher, All, whoever that is, yeah. wide receiver or tight end, yeah. whoever that person corner. is. That, yeah. I mean, there's corner. I, mean, I think those people the impact most, the games a little if bit If kicker more. was the most important, you would take a kicker in the first round. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, the thing about being a kicker is that, like, uh, you're just expected to make all your kicks. And, yeah. and, like, so when you don't do that, people are like, what the heck are you doing? I'll give you this, John. The kicker is more important than long snapper. <laughs> oh, jeez. What's the least valuable position <laughs> out on the field? Let's talk about it. Let's break it down. Who is here that shouldn't be? Team reporters. Yeah. I could probably, you think you could long snap? No. No. You ever tried that? First of all, you would not be able to bend into the position to snap a football. Yeah. It, <laughs> it would hurt. collapse. It would hurt. Yeah. The hamstrings, it's just all winning. It's not all working together. Yeah. Correct. Do you watch Hard Knocks a little bit or no? Um, I watched the first episode. I haven't seen oh. this week. Aaron Rodgers was talking about how he likes the ball to come back and he wants it sort of just a dead ball. He doesn't want to spiral. Oh, yeah. Back. Of course, in a long snap, you spiral the ball. You what? You spiral the ball. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, that's but, two hands and you kind of have like. Yeah. Speed. You want it back to speed. You like his little. Uh, Picking up the grass? The, yeah, the smoking. Yeah, that was, that was interesting. Oh, oh, the smoking thing. I saw they did that. Yeah. yeah, that. I don't. Don't smoke, kids. No, you shouldn't. You shouldn't do that. But you apparently, he also picks up the grass and kind of like rubs it in his hands. Oh, uh, like almost kind of like gladiator Texture? style. Yeah. You trying to get like a little grip on the ball? I don't, he said that he used to just do that in Green Bay when it was really cold. I don't know. So all the time. Yeah. Now he does it all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So now he does it all the time. Uh, last comment here is from uh, Brian Wolftop. Y'all are so funny. I don't pay much attention to the preseason. Should this season be different? And yes, I updated my name after I saw you say my name online. What is it now? Brian Wolftop? <laughs> yes, Brian Wolftop. But uh, who knows how I said it before? <laughs> my apologies, yeah, Brian. Who knows what yes. it was? Um, what was the question? Should should you be paying attention to the preseason? Normally, Brian does not pay attention. He just goes right in. He just waits until September the 10th. Yeah, listen, I mean, I think that there, you know, if you're hankering for some football, you're jonesing for some football. Yeah. There's no there's no shame or harm in watching the preseason or paying attention or, you know, you'll probably know a little bit more about the team going in. But I certainly understand people who are like, I'm going to dial in week one and I'm going to learn yeah. You know, who the starters are and who the uh, important players are and what's going on. And maybe you catch a half. Maybe you catch a half this yeah, week. I mean, just put it that's on in the I background. Do. Yeah, yeah. Have some people over. Maybe it's not Ooh, the reason they're nice. over, but it's on. It's on. It's just there. It's, it's, sort of, it's available. Night, you're it's available. feeling all right. Yeah, exactly. Do you have like a fever for it, Saturday you night? Could. Or no? Maybe yeah, you sometimes. have a little Breckenridge bourbon in your cup. Oh, not uh, the beer, just the bourbon. Correct. Correct. Breckenridge bourbon, for not the beer. <laughs> Not the beer. We don't do the beer. 
Just a bourbon. Is that what typically, like, at a bar, you're like, could I do the bourbon? And you're like, not the beer. <laughs> they get confused. They're like, what do you yeah. want? And I was like, the bourbon. Yeah. Sometimes that happens to me. It could happen. Yeah. Uh, dang, I was going to say something else, but I forgot something it. Something about Saturday Night Fever? Yeah, it was like another joke there, but uh, oh. I didn't have it. I don't have it right now. I had it, but now I don't. No, you don't. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think you I think you watched the half of this game. The final game is like not a... And uh, what was our friend's name? Sorry. Brian Wolftop. <laughs> What? Is that funny? Yeah, the way you said it was funny. Wolftop. Yeah. 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 Um, I'll say this, Brian Wolftop. You don't have to watch the preseason, but you gotta you gotta dial into the neutral zone at all times. Yeah, uh, there, there you go. You don't need to watch the games, you just listen to this podcast and yeah. you know exactly we'll get what's you happening. Right. Yeah, we'll get you going. Yeah. So and with that, Eric, let's get into our first topic. And only topic. Yeah, and really it's the most important thing we'll talk about today. And that is uh what to expect from this team. What do you want to mm-hmm. see? Uh, from the starters against the 49ers yeah. and the backups. Starters and backups, really the whole team. Perfect. Yeah. Those are the options, yeah. right? The starters yeah. and the non-starters. And then the backups. Yeah, I like to call them non-starters. Non- oh, backups is sort of a... Yeah, derogatory. Yeah, yeah. You reserve know players. Reserve. Yeah. You and Klaus want a backup Depth podcast pieces. host, right? <laughs> no, he's a starter. Yeah, he's not here very much to be. If there a was a starting lineup, he I'm would like be the return special. He's kind of like a starter, nickel, right? I guess. Yeah, it's like if they opened in a weird defensive package, and then he <laughs> was. A, yeah, there. he's a, he's listed as a starter. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> they're like, huh? They're in dime again. Yeah, Swanson's we're out in there. a wildcat. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody say wildcats. Ooh. Cats guy. Um. Well, there's a lot I want to see, but I'll, I'll start with the protection. I think that's a, a good one because I know there's been a lot of chitty chatter from fans about the offensive line and how that unit looked. Sean Payton said it too. That's true. That's yep. true. So did Joe Lombardi. And I thought what he said stuck with me the most, which was that guys in live action kind of reverted to what they had previously been doing or previously been coached to do. Oh. Had you heard that? Interesting. No, I miss that. <laughs> I, mean, I must have been busy doing some yeah, our stuff. Getting some content. Some scoops. But uh, I thought that was interesting that obviously you got a new line coach in here in Zach Streif. You've got a new system. Um, guys, whether they were in Denver, like a Garrett Poles, or a Ben Powers, for example, who was in Baltimore, maybe they're reverting back a little bit when you get into live action. You go um, back to what you trust, what you exactly. know. It's kind of like a uh, golf swing, right? Yeah, exactly. On the range, the you try all these things out, and then you yeah. go out on the course and you fall back into what yeah. into what you know. So for you, that's mm. on the on the range, you're like, Bomb gosh. Well, no, 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 it's the opposite. On the range, you're trying to like, let's dial back the distance. Let's only hit it 350. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. But then you go out on the course and you revert back to 400 yards. Yeah, and driving the green. Yeah, sometimes you overshoot it. It's a 375-yard hole. Yeah, a little too much. The, it's in the woods behind you. A little too much. So... I got to dial it down. I'm working on it. Trying to do too much. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I think that uh, that was interesting from a line standpoint. They've, they've got to be better. Um, got to protect Russ. I didn't think the run game was, you know, Sean Payton did mention he expect, he thought that they would want some plays back in the run game. But, obviously, passing plays are more or easier to see kind of the breakdowns. Need to give Russ a little bit more time. Um, and, and, listen, with Bowles, who I think took maybe most of the fan heat, uh, is his first game in – yeah, a long time, almost a year, and so you hope with him, it's just knocking the rust off, getting some snaps out there, figuring it out, and that he'll come back this week uh, better than he was last week. Yeah, I don't subscribe to overreacting to preseason games. 
That's not something that I personally subscribe to. I don't do that. I just sort of say, hmm, let's pay attention to this, but I don't sort of overreact to it. Some people out there, they overreact. You just react. But, but I just, yeah, I do a nice normal amount of reaction. And so, yeah, uh, do I think that it, maybe it was a little bit rare to see how much Arizona was coming after Russ instead of just saying, hey, I want to get some nice evaluation going here? Yeah, maybe that was a little bit, you know, you talk to our friend Big Al. He was like, that was unsportsmanlike is what he said. Wow. Yeah. So uh, but so maybe that, that was a little bit of a surprise for them. Uh, we know that uh, San Francisco is a very physical team. They like to they like to get after the quarterback, so this will be another good uh, test for this offensive line. And, uh, you know, there's been a lot of talk about the offensive line this whole offseason. You know, when the arguably the two biggest free agents they brought in were on the offensive line, and after Russell Wilson was sacked 55 times last year, there's going to be a lot of attention and a lot of pressure on that unit this season. So I think that um, after that first game, it makes sense to be like, uh-oh, uh, did some of these things not get corrected? Let's just see what happens here. Um, maybe uh, they reverted back to some of the old habits, you know, that kind of thing. Um, so let's just see what happens here as they, as they move forward. Yeah, and listen, there's a reason why teams don't blitz every single snap, right? Because if you do that and you don't, uh, you make a quarterback, pay. you yeah, you get burnt. And yeah. so um, if teams do blitz the Broncos, I'm sure Sean Payton will find ways to get the ball out of Russell Wilson's hands quickly, find yeah. these hot routes, make adjustments, that sort of thing. That's a game planning sort of situation. I mean, nobody's going to hold up when you're bringing more rushers than you have blockers. But there were times when a guy was just beat one-on-one, -on -one, and you hope to see that yeah. um, improve. And you're right, 15 to 20 snaps is not enough to just say, well, they didn't this fix the bad. offensive line. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, the the thing I'm probably most interested in seeing this week is Javante. Yep. You know, uh, expected to get a few carries here, maybe get a catch, and then uh, call it a night here. Broncos are going to be smart with him, but uh, but I imagine that for Javante, getting over that mental hurdle of of playing in live action, getting tackled, having people coming after your legs to take you down, uh, this is going to be a good first step for him uh, in his return to getting back to to some real football. Yeah, I and mean, this is the last chance he'll probably get before the opener because sounds like based on what Sean Payton has said that they won't have starters do a whole lot, if anything, in that Rams game. So. Yep. Um, a chance for Javante to get out there, get hit a couple of times, show what he's about. Yeah. I don't, I don't think you need to expect anything crazy. Like, I doubt he's going to go for 80 yards on three carries. But um, just get, you know, get used to yeah. getting Knock hit again. Knock the rest off. Exactly. And um, build some of that. He's talked that he kind of believes himself that he uh, is okay now. But, you know, I think doing it in a game is the next yeah. step there. And, uh yeah, I'm excited to see what he looks like. I mean, I'm not going to freak out either way. Like, if he has three no. carries for six yards, I'm not going to be like, oh, my gosh, Javante's. No, you just want him to be healthy. Yeah. I think that's right. sort of what that's... you mostly just see him. Yeah. See him get up for that first time. See him just uh, settle into the game a little bit. Interesting to mention catching the pass. I think that's going to be a big part of this offense is uh, yeah, of course, you know, getting guys open in, like, some non-traditional ways, uh, kind of like the spelling of our names. That's you true. know, screen game, just, yeah, dump off, skin of these playmakers, these jokers, uh, as uh, Champagne likes to say, getting them the ball in space. Yeah, Javante's certainly capable of that. Um, another guy that's going to be catching the passes, Phil, 
Marvin Mims. Ooh, he's going to be playing on. Huh? Going to make his preseason debut. Yeah. He's got this the, the speed element that uh, I think changes the Broncos offense a little bit, gives you a chance to do some special things. We know what KJ Hamler was able to do with his speed when healthy. Marvin's built a little bit bigger, I think maybe a little sturdier. Um, and you, uh, you know, he's battled some hamstring injuries, but excited to see him out there and what he can do, the ways that the Broncos can use him. Again, I, I just, I, and again, I don't think it'll, we'll see it necessarily against San Francisco entirely, but some of these guys like a Dulcich, a Mims, a Judy, I'm excited to see how Sean uses them because from week to week, he could look at this guy and be like, he's a mismatch problem for what this defense has. Yeah. And, uh, should be fun to watch in terms of how he uses those guys. Uh, when he talks, he talked to the media for the first time since rookie minicamp uh, this week. When he talks, he doesn't like uh, carry himself like a rookie. Yeah, I would say. What, what do you do think? Like just the way he was answering questions, like he was very comfortable. Like uh, he made some jokes. Like he talked. He like didn't get baited into anything that like he shouldn't have been talking about. Uh, was very respectful to Tim Patrick's injury. You know, like just. I was like, dang, this guy seems very comfortable, very mature, like a, a good head on his shoulders. Yeah, he went to, I mean, he went to a big-time school, right? Yeah. So, And he was a big-time high school player. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, he handled his, his press well, but, I mean. That was guys, impressive, I thought. Um, when you come from a big program, I think you're a little bit more, ready more for used that. to that. But uh, um, certainly there's a, a big opportunity for him this season. I mean, if he uh, could get this playbook down like really solidly, I think that he's got all the physical tools that you need uh, to make a big difference out there. And, you know, uh, after Jerry Judy and Corlin Sutton, like he could be that guy, oh, that, absolutely. that dude, you know. So, yeah. And then he's returning. He's doing the returns too. So there's a lot of different ways that Marvin Mims could make an impact this season as a rookie. Yeah, and it's all with Sean. It's all about the vision, as he talks about, right? And what they want to use them, how can, they use them, what they can do with you that highlights your skill set instead of here's the offense, let's fit you into this. Yeah. And so make th- it for him. There might be weeks where it's Greg Dulcich. It might be weeks where it's Marvin Mims, or it could just be, hey, Marvin Mims only plays X number of snaps, but when he's out there, they take advantage of those snaps, right? Yeah. And so. Um, he's got uh, a great skill set. The, the speed, you just can't teach it. You can't teach that kind of speed, no. And so... I mean, you could talk about it. You could put it up on some PowerPoints. You could try to describe it, but you can't... Can't teach it. You cannot teach it, no. No. And, like, when he's out there running, like, uh, does it look like there's any traffic around him or... Mm, no, I, I would say it kind of looks like uh, our video page. Oh, what's that? No traffic. Oh, I was going to say a lot of, <laughs> there's a lot of views. Yeah, there are a lot of fans <laughs> viewing him out there. Yeah, that's that's a good way to describe it. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking it's more like if uh, we had to come into work on like a Saturday or Sunday. Yep. And then that that's sort of a commute. What do you mean? That's what. Come like if you're at work. <laughs> yeah. Some of us don't live if you don't underneath live, our desk. Oh, yeah. Because if you don't leave, you, you can't come in. You really, you don't have a commute. Right. Your commute is just like, um, from getting out from, from underneath the desk, the desk up to your chair. Up to the, yeah, to the chair. Yeah. Sometimes there's a lot of stuff in the way. Yeah. Take some extra. There's more room under Swanson's standing desk, but it, sometimes I like to be a little That's his second cozier. desk. He's got two desks. Yeah. Right? yeah. And One then the easel. Yeah, yeah the easel. Where's the easel? It's in the corner. You know that. A lot of people's standing desks, they can like go up and then down. 
He just has two desks, one for sitting and one standing. Yeah. yeah. Not very uh, he didn't like the eco-friendly. No, 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 no. Huge office, too. It's like, it was insane. <laughs> Gigantic. It's insane. Yeah. Uh, anything else, Ed? Maybe some something on the defensive side? Yeah. Uh, you know, some of the younger guys in the secondary maybe uh, going to get a chance, uh, I think, that this week. Yeah, I mean, that, that sure, that's fun. Um, oh, let's get the more important stuff first. Yeah. Well, we'll, you just, we'll talk you about that later. Up, you brought let's, up an idea. Let's and talk about toss it later. to me. Like, if let's you want to talk about, about the young secondary, Sorry, talk no, about anything else here? No, talk about no, the no, secondary. No, no, no. Go for it. That's not as important as uh, maybe some other things. So we'll we'll talk about them later. I uh, I think the tackling as a whole, oh, yeah. Vance Joseph talked about how that wasn't as good as he wanted it to be. Um, yeah. Need to clean those things up. Um, there were times he's, he said they team got pushed around a little bit, so need to to make that better because didn't give up any points against the Cardinals, but they moved the ball a little bit, too many third and shorts. Uh, as Vance Joseph said, that's not going to cut it yeah. when you get to the regular season. I think that's why you have these guys play in the preseason. Yeah. You know, it's, Take it, off some rust. It takes time to get out from the practice field where you're just sort of doing a thud up. Yep. Than to like actually tackling a guy, you know, uh, Steve Alwater, the hall of famer, he talks about like, it, there's something in your brain that sort of has a click to go from like just practicing and going through that tempo to getting out onto a game field and running full speed and taking a guy out. Yeah, sure. You know, so I think that's why these guys play in the preseason and, and tackling is always going to be sort of a, a work in progress, uh, through the preseason and even the first couple of weeks, I imagine of the year. So. I'd like to talk about the young cornerbacks. Oh, really? What do you have? What do you think about those yeah. guys? Well, I just think that uh, uh, we during practice, we've seen a lot of guys come in and out of there. You know, of course, Justin Simmons has been working through some injury stuff. Uh, we saw PJ Locke get uh, carted off uh, this week. Kanan uh, Stearns had a, had Deep, a nice sorry, little all day. All defensive backs, not just corners. Yeah, I'm talking about all the secondary. I said yeah. secondary earlier. Sorry, sorry. I, 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 yeah. I was wrong. Thank you. Um, so, you know, there's been some guys like just sort of working in and out of the different units and stuff and getting a look at these guys. I think there's like an opportunity here for, you know, some some of these younger players, uh, a Delarin Turner yell. Maybe there's an opportunity there. We saw saying Bassey have an interception that first week. What's he able to do this time around? Uh, a guy like JL Skinner want to want to get a closer look at him a little bit. So I think there's some young guys there that are going to play some reps in this game. And then we're going to have a better idea of what kind of player they are. Yeah. You, these guys need to not just the secondary, but the young guys need to flash a little bit, right? Sean Payton's talked about, Hey, if you're, I think he said it's advocating for yourself, right? You need to have advocating plays. Um, you know, if you're a, an undrafted guy trying to make this team go score a touchdown, yeah, go block do a punt. something. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Go, uh, you know, go pick off a pass, force a fumble. Those sorts of things make it harder to leave you off the roster when the team knows, hey, they can make plays, they can change a game for us. Um, and there's there's several undrafted guys, Phil, that I think could have a shot at this roster. Um, and so, you know, can they take their success from game one into game two? Can they keep it going and uh, and really fight for a roster spot? I think one thing that can tend to happen, especially later in camp and at this point in the year, is like these guys, you kind of get into your routine a little bit. You know, like this is how I approach practice. This is what I do. And so you just kind of go out there and you do the same thing. And then maybe the next day you do the same thing and you just kind of get used to this routine where in reality, 
maybe some of these days you got to go a little bit harder. You got to push yourself a little bit further and do something a little bit more and pop, you know, shine a little bit. And then that's how you create your, some separation, you know, but you, I think it's easy to fall into that routine and just sort of some normalness. No, you, you got to be uncommon. As I, see, see what I did? See what I you did? Snap, crackle, and pop. Yeah. You got all of those things. You got to be the whole Rice Krispie. Not a sponsor. <laughs> no, but could be if they wanted to be, I, mean, I think. Do we do that? I don't know if we have an official marshmallow treat. Yeah, well, it could Rockos. be just a cereal. Well, see, a snap, oh, crackle, sorry. and pop, the, tr- the treat does not really do any of those things. But when you pour the cereal into a bowl and add milk, then it starts to do those things. Mm. Yeah, the marshmallow does not really affect the Rice Krispie the same way that, say, milk does. Makes a lot of sense. It's the it's the details. Spin facts. Yeah, it's the details here. So, so th- I think those are the things I'm looking for. Yeah, make some kicks. I think that'll be good. Make some kicks too. Yeah, yeah. I thought for sure at the end of that Arizona game, it was going to be like, go out there and make a game-winning field goal. Two seconds left. I thought that was going to happen in that game, and but of course the Broncos scored a touchdown, and then Arizona got the ball and went down and did what they did. I was thinking that instead of scoring a touchdown enough time was going to expire where somebody was going to have to run out there and try and make a game-winning kick there. Well, if they they had one timeout or zero, they would have done that. Two timeouts, as Sean Payne explained. Correct. No. Arizona. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, I thought maybe they would just, that's how it would have unfolded. So I was like, here we go. Somebody's going to do something. You want to share anything about like something you thought one time might happen and then it didn't happen? That's compelling content in my mind. That's what I thought was going to happen. I was just... And then it didn't happen. Guy, yeah. And then, Those so are kind then of I was like, huh. things. I was like, let me bring this up on the podcast. Nope. No. Okay. Got it. Nope. Thank you, Swanson. Uh, anything you want to get to here before? I think we have an email or a voicemail. Oh, do we have time for the voicemail? Do you think, do we have time or no? Maybe we push it. Oh, for next week? Could okay. Be. Let's do next week. Sorry, let's Tom. do next week. It's from I Tom, believe right? it was from Mr. Yeah, Agnetti. Swanson doesn't know how to wear a watch. He's just kind of holding it. Oh, that's interesting. I don't yeah. know why he's doing that. So, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. So, okay, well, we'll push that to next week. Okay. Hopefully it still makes sense. Maybe it will. Maybe it won't. Uh, it would pro- how would you think that it would have gone? Just like, let's just see. Like, just for, okay, and now we got an email from uh, one of our biggest Gentlemen. fans. <laughs> Gentlemen. This is Tom Agnetti. Yeah. Delaware. Yeah. Big I don't know if he's still in Delaware. Oh, did he move? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Oh, sorry, we'll have Tom. to see. But I do know that he likes to listen to uh, the podcast, have lunch on a Friday. I think yeah. this is sort of a, what he likes to do. Yeah. So He probably would have roasted Swanson a little bit. Tom, hello. I hope that you're having a nice lunch. Yeah. Um, well, let's just call Tom right now. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, you're on the air. Gentlemen. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Tom will get to it next. Okay, we promise. We promise. Okay, any shout-outs uh, before you say goodbye here? I got two. Can I do two? Yeah. Okay. A shout out to Peyton Manning. Returning he's, back to his gonna alma mater. Th- he's going to be thrilled. Prof Manning. <laughs> prof Manning. Prof Manning. He's a teacher. He's a teach. He's a prof. He's a Hoff and a prof. Yeah. That class is going to fill up quickly. Yes, it will. Yeah. I would have gone to that class. All the upperclassmen. Oh, yeah. Because you typically did not go to class. Discussion sessions. You would have gone to that I one. I would have been there. What if it's just a Zoom? Do, you, do we know if Ooh, it's in person or a I don't Zoom? Know. I think I would think... I bet it's once a week, three hours, like a, like a six to nine. That was your, yeah, or yeah, a yeah. five to eight, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of how they do with like some of these adjunct 
Yeah. Yes, professors. Three hours once a week. Three well, hours. Yeah. What would he say about That's it? Like about his, the time of a football game. It's a communications class, right? <laughs> cut his mic. Cut it. Just cut it. Um, He's gone. That's a, Swanson's gone. It's a communications class, right? Yeah. So what do you think? What 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 kind of things do you he's think gonna, you would tell them? Omaha. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's Omaha. Like, he's like, what's nice is if you can get your brother on a show with you, and then that's really nice. it can be like a sort of a simulcast. Yep. And then he's like, and then that's how you do it. That's how yep. you make good you TV. You go to places. And yeah. And then they're yeah. yours. And they name, yeah, and they name them after you. They're your places. Yeah. Those are nice things to do, I think. Yeah. So shout out to Peyton. Yeah, that's pretty cool, I think. Yeah. Yeah, that is a – of course, uh, you're a huge Tennessee fan, so. Sure, Peyton. So that's going to be nice. And, okay. Uh, then, well, the other one, I just uh, – shout out to our lovely city, Denver, hosting the U.S. Amateur this week. Oh, that's right. Shout out to uh, all the amateurs competing in yep. the amateur. I love the word amateur. Yeah. It's great. It's not amateur. No. Amateur. Correct. Yeah. And uh, – over at Cherry Hills is where the the final few rounds are. Yeah, uh, and Castle right Pines. At, we're right? headed there right after this. No, it's yeah. not Castle Pines, but uh, can't remember off the top of my head. Oh, I thought those is. were the two courses. Of course, two courses. They're playing a lot of golf. A lot of golf. Yeah, it kind of screwed up our weekend plans. You know, we usually get in thirty six. That's right. Over there at Cherry Hills, <laughs> it's kind of screwed it up this week. How about it? Oh, did you get it or maybe, no? Maybe not the yet. Winner, I was going to also say we will get to play one of you. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. Colorado Golf Club is the other one. Colorado Golf Club. Got it. Got and Cherry it. Hills. And Cherry Hills. Yes. It's a nice course. That's our course. That's our home That's course. That's our home course. Yeah, you, of course, yeah. are a member. What do you think? 15 is going to be interesting. What yeah, they do I out think there. so, yeah. yeah. And what, can they drive it on one? Yeah. Oh. oh, my gosh. The pressure right Swanson, there, what do you, you think? Know? Yeah. There's an island green at Cherry Hills, apparently, right? 17? Yeah, of course there is. Yeah, what yeah. do you mean, apparently? <laughs> well, I was saying apparently because oh, the rest of the people can know now. Oh, previously God. we weren't yeah, supposed to talk. We're about not it. supposed to really talk about it. Yeah, that, that is true. Yeah, and you know the longest drive in golf is from the driving range to the first tee box. Oh, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So, what about when right. you're looking for your ball? <laughs> <laughs> it's easy to find in the fairway. I'll tell you, really pops. The other one, huh? <laughs> yeah, snap, crackles, and pops out there in the fairway. Yeah, the marshmallow. Oh well, yeah, it's like a nice little Rice Krispie treat out there. Uh, and also shout out to uh, Liz Gerald. Of course. Do you think next week we're going to see our friend Ramon Sazon? You know, it's possible. Yeah, yeah maybe. I don't, maybe uh, he'll come next in. week. Yeah, joint practices. Uh, before we say goodbye, real quickly here, when the weather is really hot outside, oh as it has been, okay, Swanson, let's I'm get your. Listening. If it's really hot, do you like to dress for what the weather's like outside, or hey, you know that you're in the air conditioning, you're blocking my shot. <laughs> Uh, do you or do you know that you're in air conditioning? Running along here. <laughs> Which how do you dress in that situation? Do you dress more for what the weather and the season is, or do you say, "Hey, I'm going to be inside. I'm going to be in the air conditioning. I'm going to dress for that." Uh, probably mostly outside. Yeah, like when it's in the middle of winter, I'm not like, "Oh, here's a nice like uh, Broncos polo." No, I'm like, it's freezing outside. Sometimes I'll adjust based like if the temperature differential is pretty big. Like uh, if I'm shooting practice in January or something, and I'll uh, you can always throw a jacket on, sure. change your clothes. But uh, for the most part, I'm dressing for how the season. Outdoors. Eric, you agree, of course. Good content, right? Yeah, here. of course you. Agree. I dress for the huge. job I you want. You do the choosy at all times. Swanson puts one flannel on over his other flannel. <laughs> <laughs> you can always put on more flannel season. That's true. That's true. Okay, well, I think we've run a little bit long here, so uh, I hopefully you enjoyed. Now. I hope that you have enjoyed this. We'll see what happens in the game.
Can't wait. And then uh, next week we'll be back uh, after some joint practices with Love the it. Rams coming to town. That's going to do it for us. For Ben Swanson and Eric Dalala. I am Phil Milani. You've been listening to The Neutral Zone.